Hey friends, the wonderful thing about software is that there's an infinite number of things that you can do as a developer. However, there are some things you probably should never do, like roll your own identity management solution. Fortunately, with Microsoft Identity, you can add scalable authentication and authorization to any language and any platform with only a few lines of code. Christos Mascas is here to show me how today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with Christos Matskas and we're gonna talk about Microsoft Identity and the platform that you can build on as a developer. How are you, sir? I'm good, nice to be here. So you have said that it is not my job to write my own identity server. Why not? Indeed, yes, please don't. Because uh, every, every week we hear in the news that yet another company has been compromised, yet another company has made the news for their own reasons, because their user data has been compromised, because there's so much complexity when it comes to identity that um, you know we have 1,500 engineers working day in, day out to make sure that you don't have to work as hard to do identity. Therefore, um, I've made a mistake in the past rolling my own identity, and it's extremely hard. Uh, there are a lot of idiosyncrasies that there are, you know, and even though everything is open sourced and the standards like OAuth 2 and OpenID Connect, there are a lot of complexities there. And it goes beyond just a simple username and password. For example, how do you implement multi-factor authentication? It requires additional services. How do you do conditional access? And then how do you get all the goodness from the, the newer capabilities that come into identity such as conditional access evaluation and so on and so on. So as you can see, even within the first one minute, I've already thrown so many terminologies and words that can actually inundate developers. So we don't want developers to feel like that. We want them to feel confident that when it comes to identity, they can successfully complete the task and move on to something more exciting because we know identity is not the most exciting topic that uh, developers deal with, but it's an important one. Yeah, not the most exciting one, but definitely, if not the most essential one, you know, privacy, security, all those things matter. And honestly, I can't tell you how many times I've found open source projects that literally check a password against a string and set a cookie and they think that's our identity solution. Yes. Uh, the thing that I thought was most interesting about what you said is that there are standards. So this isn't uh, a, a, an area that is being like new trails are being blazed, like identity is understood. There are experts that handle this. And you, you, I, as the developer, build on top of the work of those experts. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from looking into the RFCs and looking at what OAuth 2 and uh, OpenID Connect can do for you. But at the same time, you don't want to implement your own solution on top of that. So uh, the Microsoft Identity Platform is built on top of open standards. It's totally compatible with all the open, uh, open source libraries. So if you want to bring your own OpenID Connect library to authenticate, that's absolutely fine. But uh, the bottom line is that we want developers to be successful. We want developers to move quickly when it comes to managing user identities. At the same time, we want them to do it securely and move on to the next task as quickly as possible. So if you can do it in one line, then why not do it, right? All right. So I understand that you have a few brief slides and then a demo where you're going to show me how to do it in one line. Yes, very few brief slides because I, want, I don't want to spend too much time talking. I want to spend more time uh, building um, demos and showing people how to do that. So we talked about building identity. What we don't want people is to build their own uh, username and password databases and manage their identities. Because as you can see uh, from Troy Han's awesome Have I Been Pwned website, uh, there are over 11 billion accounts that have been owned by different hacks uh, throughout the few years that he's been maintaining the website. And it's growing every week. So uh, 
somewhere, somehow, developers have screwed up their, their setup and they made the news. Therefore, we don't want you to make the news for their own reasons. Now, we offer, ooh, that's a weird word, right? But um, we offer uh, the ability for you to use the Microsoft Identity Platform to uh, implement authentication. It supports every language and any platform. We'll talk about that in a bit. But the important bit here is those, those 30 billion daily authentications. This is an insanely scalable platform. Now, you might not be a 30 or 1 billion uh, account company. You might only do five authentications per day. But the fact that the platform can scale for you and you don't have, as a developer, worry about how am I going to scale my platform? Where's my user objects are going to be stored and how they're going to scale? That's an important bit. I'm going to skip the other numbers. They're just marketing fluff, and I don't want to worry about that. Uh, one important thing here is that when it comes to uh, implementing identity, one of the things that we look at when we're assigned a task is, do I already have something in my company that can support it? Now, if you have Azure or Microsoft Office 365, then you are actually using an Azure uh, Active Directory behind the scenes. So it's free for you. It's available for you. You can start today. For uh, implementing stuff, um, it's easy to get started. It takes a, a few lines of code. We have the appropriate libraries for you. And it's 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 very straightforward. There's a certain pattern that we follow when it comes to adding authentication and authorization, no, no matter what language. Uh, therefore, you know, if you're using Visual Studio, Visual Studio Code, or you know, Node, .NET, Java, we will support you along the way. But the, the most important bit, the one I'm really excited about, is the out-of-the-box advanced security capabilities. MFA, right? Your IT admin has just go and um, flick a switch inside your uh, Azure AD portal. And suddenly, all the users now are forced to go through multi-factor authentication. You, as a developer, don't have to implement anything there. And the Microsoft Authentication Library will do it for you. And then I talked about conditional access. How would you code conditional access to your application? Like, I don't want specific IPs to be able to access my application on certain times of the day. Or I don't want certain geographic regions or GPS capabilities on your mobile devices. These are all available to you for free as a developer. So again, you don't have to worry about coding this stuff. And that's very important when it comes to moving quickly with identity. Um, now, when it comes to implementing uh, authentication and authorization with a Microsoft Identity Platform, there are two things that you need to do. One is to go into Azure Active Directory and create an app registration. This is very similar to things that you would do in the past with Facebook and Google. If you want to authenticate with them, you need to create a, an app registration that shows the intent. You can do that through the, the portal, as we will do today, or you can uh, you can you know, make it more uh, complex and scripted. So you can use you know, Microsoft Graph, you can use PowerShell. So therefore, that can be part of your CICD if you want to automate the app so provision. When you register an app, that's so that mm -hmm. you can later revoke it. That's the way you can tell that this is the app that is trying to be to use identity, right? Exactly. Yeah, you create a one-to-one -one kind of an association where you say, you know, my mobile app will be authenticating against Azure Active Directory. I'm showing the intent. If it's a web app, then you usually create a separate app registration so you can have this kind of one-to-one -one relationship. And in there, you define what the permissions will be for the users. Like, I'm going to authenticate, and I also want to get some access tokens for calling other services further down the line. This is fairly simple. Sometimes developers do that. Sometimes IT admins do that because not every developer has access to the, say, the, the production tenant. And then once you do that, the, the first part is done. The second part is just adding a little bit of code. Now, we do provide you with libraries out of the box, the Microsoft Authentication Library, i.e. MSAL, for most of the major languages. In fact, we just released uh, the Node MSAL, the official package that is now supporting uh, Node end-to-end. -end. So if you're creating web services or even Electron apps, you can use the Node 
Emshell library. And we're working on things like React and Angular to make it more idiosyncratic for developers to build this. However, since we're operating on top of open standards, like OpenID Connect, any library that supports that, that uh, protocol can actually be used. So you can bring your own libraries if you want to. That's it. When it comes to accounts, uh, sometimes you might have to call an API. So at that point, you might need to go back to the Azure Active Directory and say, not only do I need to authenticate my users, but I also want to access some APIs like Graph or my storage or some custom APIs that I have built internally, and I want to secure them end to end. It's really significant that you can use your own libraries. That this is built on standards. It's not, you know, it's not a big opaque box. Exactly. It's not a black box. You know, as long as it's built on top of the OpenID Connect and OAuth two standards, then it can be used with us. So we have, you know, very well published endpoints that anybody can use and hit. When it comes to managing identities. Again, there are two major decisions they have to make at the very top, or one decision for two different types. One is the work and school accounts. I am creating a line of business application for my enterprise, and I want my internal users to come and sign in. So that's Azure Active Directory for you. And on the other side is I'm creating an application for the internet. I'm creating a forum for my buddies to manage their uh, Minecraft uh, you know, uh, scores, or I'm creating a mobile app and I need to sign in users, or I'm Walmart and I want people to come and sign in and sign up and buy my stuff. That is where Azure Active Directory BTC comes to play. And there it's just a username and password database, more or less. So you start with that. And then you can also bring social media accounts and you can extend it. You can add any OpenID Connect provider. The other day we built something with Twitch where we're using Twitch to authenticate people into our solution. They sign in with their Twitch account. They don't have to create a new account, and they can benefit from all the data that comes from uh, Twitch as well. So it's fully extensible. And uh, then I've already talked about industry standards. So I'm not going to cover that again. But you know, the fact that we support these, and we even go all the way back to SAML, because some people still like SAML, it means that uh, we're fully backwards compatible. Now, one thing I want to clarify is that uh, the Microsoft Identity Platform extends beyond just uh, username, names, and passwords, right? So all these tools, all these platforms are supported. We don't really care where you run or what you're running. We will support you. However, if you are in the Microsoft Identity Platform or if you are on the, on the Microsoft ecosystem, there's a lot of goodness that comes with it. Managed identities, collaboration between the Power Platform and your Visual Studio and your services, all tied together and secured with uh, the Microsoft Identity Platform. So um, I would urge you to have a look at that. If you are running on Azure, then it's a fantastic um, tool to allow you to secure your applications. And I want to jump into a demo now because we've been talking a lot about how easy it is to get started and how uh, we can help developers be successful. So let's see that in action. And here I'm going to create a brand new .NET web application. .NET new web app. And then we'll say name uh, Azure Friday, of course. And then we will say dust us off. And then it will be single single org. With this command, what we're going to do is, ooh, I'm getting a new download. With this command, what we're doing is we're getting a brand new web app that will also use Azure Active Directory for authentication. Let's jump into the code. We'll open this in Visual Studio Code. Let's change directory first to Azure Fridays. And then opening code by code dot. Here we have a plain standard vanilla um, Razor uh, web pages. 
and the beauty is am i zoomed in no that's you can hit control minus yep so as you can see the authentication here is on line 32 33 we can close this one so we don't see it in effect it's uh literally one line of code to uh to add authentication and you might say well it extends to two lines of code so we can actually change it to one line of code by doing dot dot services dot add microsoft web app authentication pass the configuration and that's it uh, there's two libraries that support this uh, authentication out of the box the maxsoftident.web and web.ui the first one is for the middleware and the other one is for actually pointing you to a sign in and sign out page when you navigate to that and there are a couple of settings that we need to set so let's go and actually create the app registration in azure ad so we talked about the app registration here if you come into your azure active directory scroll down to your app registrations hit the new registration we'll say azure friday obviously why not uh, and then we'll leave this as they are i'm going to click register so that's us showing our intent and then we need to say what kind of authentication do we want or what kind of platform we're using so here we're going to add the platform it's an asmail application so it's a web app as you can see there is desktop there is mobile uh, there's single page apps so uh, since we're running on .NET, it's https localhost 5001 for orchestral and then sign in for idc now you might uh, wonder where that information came from the sign in oidc if we jump back to the code you notice that the callback path is sign in oidc you can change that if you want to as long as the configuration and your operating session match so uh, with that let's save this we're using implicit flow so it's fine so that's all we need to do so here now we'll go back into our overview we need to grab our application id and put it here client id application id are interchangeably used we need to grab our uh, tenant id or the directory id let's put it down here and we need to change the domain you see it's a placeholder here so that will be cmatskas microsoft.com if you're wondering where that information is coming from then it's all over your azure active directory it's uh here cmatskas from microsoft.com so in the overview pane uh as for the the we talked about the endpoints and the well-known uh, configuration so if you come into your application once it loads, I'm going to close this. So let's uh, Azure Friday. Endpoints up here. So you can see these are all the endpoints for this tenant. Now, uh, we have everything we need to run the application. So let me make sure that we save this one. Please always save, otherwise it won't work. And uh, we're good comments notation okay now dotnet run building and it's running so let's navigate to that the first thing that we'll do is ask us to authenticate there you have it 
I'm going to mm -hmm. sign in with my account for this tenant. It will prompt me to uh, consent and, and accept that it needs to read my profile, which is standard. And lo and behold, one line of code, four configuration settings, and you're good to go now. Simple as that. It doesn't nice. take a lot more than that. So that used which standard of the ones that we talked about? So right now we're using the OpenID Connect because we're only using that information to sign in the users. I haven't um, tapped into OAuth 2 to grab any access tokens, but if I were to call an API or graph, then I would be doing that. Mm -hmm. And then we saw that the, when it said app info, the name of the app was Azure Friday, which isn't mm -hmm. this app, it's the app that you registered that we talked about at the beginning of the of the conversation. That's that exactly. app. That you could, and you could theoretically, if that app became um, a compromise, you could revoke access to the entire app. You could revoke access from the organization. You have all that revoke access to a specific user, all those kinds of things that you don't want to have to do. You didn't have to write any code for that. That's just exactly. part of the process. You delete the app registration or you delete any secrets that you might have used and suddenly access to that mm -hmm. information has been revoked. And then you used uh, a razor page, you used .NET and C Sharp, mm -hmm. you could have used Ruby and Rails, you could have used whatever and used their libraries and you'd be talking to an endpoint using a well-known standard protocol. Exactly, available for any language and any platform. Wow, okay. So where can people go to learn more about this? I would say the best place to go is to go to the docs. We have information about how to get started. We have an overview of the platform and we have examples about single page apps, web apps, and it can take you through the, the steps and how to set things up. It has tutorials and quick starts and everything is actually on GitHub. So you can also go there and look at the code and how we implemented things. Nice, and I see even Android and iOS and Windows as well. Yes, Kotlin, Objective-C, Swift, everything. All right, fantastic. I am learning all about this introduction to the Microsoft Identity Platform for Developers today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it, watch more Azure Friday.